Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another segment of my Christian walk, Mi Camino de Cristi, I don't know. Anyways, uh, I am on vacation with my girlfriend in Pennsylvania, and I'm sitting out in a beautiful porch setting. I'm setting the setting for you. Talk about redundant. I'm setting the setting for you. I'm I'm on a porch in Pennsylvania, looking out at a dog that just came out, and it just rained, and uh, I am doing a little broadcast today. My segment is on the past, but it's not just about the past. It's an an actual uh, smorgasbord of some things that relate to the core of Christianity, one of the areas that I think is a core area. So first and foremost, um, depending on where you're at with yourself and your inevitable death and what happens after death, I'm going to say I think there's two camps of people in this world. There are people who are spiritually minded and there are people who are not. And I think that's a big dividing line between humanity. So um, let's say, for example, you are somebody who thinks there may be a God. You're not sure. You try to live by the golden rule or whatever that is. You um, have your own constructed uh, belief system in terms of morality. And you, in essence, create your own ball game, your own system. Well, I would say that you're kind of a hybrid between agnostic and whatever else colors you have in your in your own self-created uh, universe of spirituality. That's that's how a lot of people, I think, who are somewhat, you know, spiritual but not formally spiritual. So, you know, you could be a Buddhist, you could be a Muslim, you could be a Christian, you could be a um, uh, Mormon, you could be a Native American. I mean, who knows, right? I mean, those are more formalized systems that have rules, rule-oriented, so to speak, principles. But maybe you have your own thing. Well, I, I would say that today's segment is to talk about Uh, Christ and how Christ deals with your past and your history of of existence, including the good and the bad, the wrongs that you've committed, the things that you're not happy about, maybe things you've never been able to get over. And I have these kinds of experiences all the time where I sit there and I just dwell and I dwell and I dwell on my past. It's hideous. And I think it's actually a tactic used by, in our Christian world, we say Satan or the adversary. It's a tactic used by Satan to kind of stagnate us. And all kinds of, you know, Satan uses the mind against Christians to try and screw them up. Um, The mind is a very powerful organ we have. And Satan will use that to do all kinds of sabotage because he hates God. He hates good. He hates Christ. He hates the thought of 
of Christians following God and, and doing so from uh, free, free will and, and wanting to live a, a life according to Jesus, according to God. Hey, Satan hates that. But he'll do whatever he can to um, mess, not just Christians, but particularly if you're not a, a Christian or you're not spiritual and you're just living by the world because in the Bible it says Satan is the ruler of the air. So if you look at all the trends of the world and all the evil in the world, that is Satan. At the seed of every injurious act, big or small, is Satan. You know that old comedian Flip Wilson said, the devil made me do it. Well, he wasn't wrong. <laughs> I mean, it's made, it's, it's made to be humorous, but it's true. The devil does make us do things. Anyway, so, so um, here is my take on, again, being very honest struggling with getting over the past. You know, the one thing that's, that as Christians we need to remember, uh, no matter how you feel, is that Jesus made a promise. And Jesus said, I am the truth. Nobody gets to the Father but through me. The truth will set you free. I have come to redeem your sins. I have come to wash away your sins as if they didn't exist. And so once you recognize and come to a knowledge of Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, no matter what you've done, Jesus said, says you are forgiven. And if you think about it, how can somebody move forward if they're never forgiven? If they're always, as I do, hold on to the things they've done wrong, the sinful things they've done and they never forgive themselves and they never accept the forgiveness of Jesus Christ. Can you see what a difficult, difficult situation that would be for somebody to move forward? And that is the reason Jesus did what he did. Because there is a, a rectification that happens when a human being comes to the Almighty Father through Jesus Christ and says, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to live this way anymore. I want to, I want to be right with God. And people think you got to work, that you have to do all these things. You got to manufacture some kind of list of behaviors in order to uh, be forgiven. Not true. Now, the change in behaviors to whatever degree should come about by your conversion. So let's say, for example, you're doing all these list of things in your life and you're very, I hate the term bad, but you're very bad and you're doing all these things and you're, you're not really giving a crap. And then finally you have this conversion you get to know Jesus and you come to the end of yourself and you say, I just want to be right with you, Lord. What do I do? Jesus will come to you. And then because of that, uh, your life will change. Your behaviors will change. And if they don't change, that does not mean necessarily that you're not saved. I, I, I think there's a confusion with people uh, and it's not really um, 
I don't think you can blame people when they see somebody who's a Christian who does something. They slip up and they make a mistake. Well, guess what? Christians are sinners too, y'all. We're sinners just like anybody else. We're prone to sin every day, every moment. So how do we, how do we uh, keep from committing bad uh, choices when we're Christians? Well, you got to be in the Spirit. You got to be in prayer. You got to be reading the Bible. You got to be, you know, doing the things to be in fellowship and relationship with God. I swear to you, I don't know what it is other than the truth of the gospel and the truth of the Bible. When people put the Bible down and people say they don't believe it, I say, well, that's that's totally understandable. Why would you? Okay, faith is a gift. Faith is a gift. In order to have, you know, the Bible says the, the gospel is foolishness to those who don't believe. God did not make his truths only known to the most intelligent people. It's not an intelligence thing. It's a faith thing. He says you need to have the faith of a child in order to, I mean, not literally, not you go around doing goo-goos and gagas and drinking bottles of formula, but, but you have to have, and it's just the awesomeness of God and how he lays himself out to humanity. So... I'm going to say this before I get off this morning. Number one, if you don't know Jesus Christ. Number two, you don't think you're a bad person. Number three, the opposite. You feel you're bad. You feel that maybe you're getting older and you're thinking, what is life all about? You know, is it just about an endless pursuit of things that are going to make me happy? And you pursue worldly things. And guess what? You're just never happy. You're never happy. The world ain't going to cut it, yo. The world is not going to cut it for you. You're not going to be a happy camper. So what do you do? Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. He already knows what you're going through. He already knows your pain. He already knows your heart. And Jesus will take you as you are. You don't have to worry How's it going to affect my family? How's it going to affect maybe you're in a marriage that's not doing well? Maybe you're in a marriage that's doing well. You just want to come to Jesus. And, and uh, maybe you're a young person. You're going through a tough time. Maybe you're old and you've never known Jesus and you're coming to the end of your life. I'm telling you something. No matter what. I'm just praying this this morning going through my life. I was talking to my girlfriend. I said, man, I'm just like, I want to be a better person. I'm sorry for the things I've done. I just feel like I need to do more. And, and some of that may just be faulty thinking, but where it's coming from is good. To me, that's God. That's God, you know, putting something in, in this case, my heart to want to be closer to him. And then I just need to, as I encourage everybody else, come right, man. Come right before the Lord. Come right before him. Don't say, oh, I'm a good person, or da, 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 da. you know, don't tout yourself as some, you know, well, I'm pretty good, God, I don't need, I worry about people when they say, I'm fine, I don't need, you know, really? That's never been me, man. It's never been me. Anyways, come to Jesus. All right, everybody, peace, love. <laughs>